The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I'm going to show you through the door. We've been waiting for this for five seasons, four seasons. <laughs> um, it's like our time to shine. And when I open up this door, we're going to see amazing things. We're going to see new characters we're going to Mm -hmm. see jack he's i don't know a himbo is that still a thing we're going to see angela himbo right yeah yeah yeah. we're going to see angela like there's amazing things behind this door and i promise you it's not going to be disappointing (laughs) (laughs) unlike sean and Corey, when they went into the senior hallway and it was less to be desired. Yeah. However, it was more to be desired for us who's seen the same stinking hallway for like four seasons brand now. Brand new hallway for us. A brand new hallway. New it angle. Is Very exciting. Thrilling. We get to see the other side of John Adams High. Yes. 
Who'd have thought? A new um, apartment, so another new set new, piece. That is like an iconic Boy Meets World set there. Yep. Jack and Eric's apartment. That's crazy. And of course, Sean's, which is um, suspicious. Yeah, we'll get uh, into the decision making <laughs> in that scenario. But yeah, so excited suspicious. to be back. We hope you all missed us. We took a week off in between seasons, as we're wont to do. But we're back, baby. It's season five. I think I'm gonna put my prediction out there. I think this is gonna, <laughs> I think this is gonna be our favorite season. Okay, let's see about We've that. We've said that a bunch of times, but I really, yeah. honestly, truly feel that way because we yeah. have a best friend for Eric, like we've been wanting. We finally mm-hmm. have Jack in the picture, which means we have another person for Sean to talk to beyond just Corey. True. Um, we That's have true. multiple new set pieces, which is super yes. fun. It's we a have bigger the, world. A bigger a bigger world for the boy to live in, right? Yeah, um, we did some world building. Yes. And on and, top yeah. of that, yeah. um, we have the best intro yes. of the show. I mean, here. I mean, the best song, like there's a couple of iterations of the same intro and right. um of course, like this is the one um, where they—I don't know—like they're bopping around. I guess like the most like memorable part of this intro, besides the song, yeah, I was gonna say the song yeah. is when like they get water dumped on them, and that is like mocked in Girl Meets World or something, right? I think so, but also yeah. like they reverse it in later seasons. Yep. So I think that's it. Um, I wanted to look up the lyrics to the Boy Meets World theme song because, like, they kind of like mumble through the words. Oh, like, let's play a game. Let's do a quick game. Look up the lyrics and see if yeah. I can guess them correctly. Okay. Yeah, I have the lyrics pulled up already. Okay, great. So it's like. When it's boy beats world. What can you can you just okay beautiful singing voice? Boy but can you okay? Can we can we just like speak talk? Okay, yes. Uh, traveling down this road that we call life, right? Uh, okay. No, can we start from the beginning? Okay, I, yes. I don't mean to be a stickler. Okay, but uh, is it when it's boy meets world? When okay, when this boy meets world, never knew that. Okay, when this boy meets world, boy meets world. Okay, correct. Traveling down this road that we call life, wandering down this road that we call life. Oh, I was very close. I didn't know it was wandering. Okay, Um, is what we're doing. Yeah, is what we're doing. (laughs) I okay, go on. Uh, it's good to know. Uh, we'll always have. Oh no. It's good to know always stand by me. I try to think. It's good to know there's friends who will always stand by me. Close, yeah. It's good to know I have friends that will always stand by me when, it's when boy this boy world. when this boy meets world. Yeah. Did so you know like, it was this no, boy meets world? This is nonsensical. When this boy <laughs> meets world, so like when Corey meets this world, yes, and then reiterate boy meets world. So when Corey meets yes. this world, meets this world, he's wandering down this road when we call life. So it gets like very <laughs> like very like m- metaphysical like we're like yeah it's a metaphor about, yeah like we're thinking like outside the box here yeah wandering down this road that we call life it gets like very like so, like so, like sociology like 101 i don't know yeah is what, it's we're, what we're, doing. we're doing so we have to like be like this is what we're doing like yeah we're fyi <laughs> fyi we're wandering down this road um that we call life it's what we're doing uh, it's good to know I always have friends that will stand by me. 
I have uh, not told you that those were the actual <laughs> words. All I know is like, it's good to know it. Exactly. That's, that's why Simba. I was like, <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, what are these lyrics? Because I needed to know. I hope that the listeners played along with us and that yeah. they, we're not the only ones who were like, what are they even saying? I feel like yeah. this is like a, didn't they have a game of like, um, there was like a game online or something where it was like, you were supposed to guess the song lyric because some mm-hmm. of them are like, so you can't tell what they're saying at all. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, I, it's just like I didn't realize that these exactly were the lyrics because, like, like you just said, it's just like blah 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 blah. Stand blah. by me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> boy, only words worlds. I know. Like yeah. that's to me, that's what the lyrics were. But like, yeah. you know, the fact, like, the actual lyrics are kind of like crazy. But it's also the first time we've had lyrics, so I guess we should be appreciative of it. It's and by far my favorite intro. Yeah, like I guess that's. That's what my question was like we have a tradition like where we rank the intros mm-hmm. uh first episode of every season so you're saying that uh season five intro is your favorite intro yeah yeah i can i concur i think okay. i had mine i think i had four three two one if i'm remembering correctly four three correct yes you did so you stand by season four is your Gets second favorite better every season yeah so i have five Four, three, and I still prefer one over two. Two was has, too short for you, I remember. Yeah, it was too fast. Too fast. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, one day we'll have to look into the Girl Meets World lyrics because <sighs> this song is called Take on the World by Rowan Blanchard and Sabrina Carpenter. That's the name um, of this intro song? Take on the World? No, Girl Meets World. Oh, I misunderstood. Girl Meets okay. World. I was like, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's a much longer song. It had this. Th- their song has full lyrics. So interesting. Uh, Usually, so newer just, shows don't have like super long intros. But. Well, I mean, those girls have a lot to say, and they're Disney kids, <laughs> so they really those they, girls. You know, like when you're a Disney kid, that you really have to like <laughs> milk them for all they're worth. You know, <laughs> it's like a Disney gonna, kid, gotta, as I would know from being a Disney kid. When yeah, when I was a Disney <laughs> kid, uh I was never a Disney kid. They didn't want me. Um so I guess we should get into Brothers, which yes. is our season five, episode one. Um I I mean, do you wanna know when this took place? Sure, why not? Where are we in time? Wow, you're so nice to me today. I, know. I you know what? We're back for a new season. Mm-hmm. I might as well start off nice so I can get nasty towards the end. Okay, that's <laughs> cute. Um October third, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Is when this aired. Um there we go. Still feels like a very long time ago. We're not um, up to the 2000s yet. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was like it was a show that like barely was airing in the 2000s. That's so. correct. That's yep. correct. So, yeah. So we start off, um, like Corey and Sean are preparing to go into the senior hall, mm, like the senior floor, yes. which we did not have this in my high school. Like everybody was on, like y- your classes were everywhere. It wasn't like all the seniors had classes in one hallway. <laughs> Um, we had you a have senior. This? Yeah, we had a senior hall. It wasn't like behind closed doors, and there was no lounge, but there was the, <laughs> the senior lounge. hall where we had like most of our senior classes. Like, of okay. course, you went to like the art room was in like a totally different section, and you could have like a science class mm-hmm. in a totally different section, but like the senior hall existed, and that's where yeah. like you had your 
lockers in your homeroom. But it wasn't up to the caliber that John Adams High has. They have a couch. They have a couch. couch. It's kind of like the elite. Like, when you get to go into the senior hall, it's like behind closed doors. They don't know what it looks like. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, I mean, of course, when you're a senior, you have more rights. Like, the big thing for us was... We were allowed to eat off campus for lunch so we could leave, get in our cars or whatever and leave during the lunch hour and go wherever. Or we were allowed to eat outside, which was not allowed unless you were a senior. Like otherwise you had to be in the uh, in the lunchroom. But if you were a senior, you were allowed to like eat wherever you wanted outside, go home. The the wow. options were limitless. My favorite thing to do when I was a senior during lunch hour was go to the mall with my friends. And like, does that seem practical? How close were you to the mall? Like ten minutes. Like it doesn't. It How didn't, long was it, your lunch period? Like I don't know. Like like an hour. It didn't make sense. But oh, but like maybe like maybe like I had like a free period or something right next after, to my lunch so hours. Have, yeah. So yeah. So like that's kind of like we went to the mall. We like like to go shopping and like grab something to eat at the mall. Like that's kind of what we did sometimes. I don't yeah, we didn't have that type of stuff. I mean I I lived in like a rural ish area. So like nobody I don't remember anybody leaving on lunch. I don't know if you were allowed to leave on lunch. I maybe, I suppose. I never did. Um, but we also didn't have like a senior floor. I mean, I only graduated with like, I don't know, 200 kids. Like it was a pretty small ish. I graduated school. with 103 children. Oh my God. All right. So your school was even smaller and yet you still yeah. had all, maybe that was why you were able to do all these fun things. Cause they were like so. less people, less people to maybe. worry about. Maybe. But, um, but yeah, so no, I never got any of this, but Corey and Sean have this imagination of what this is going to be and they're, it's going to be the best year of their lives. There's girls in bikinis. Their teachers are in their bikinis. Feeney is serving serving frozen frappuccinos. He's- this was my favorite part was like all the costumes they got Feeney in. Yes. Like we got Feeney in the butler costume. Yeah. We got Feeney serving, yeah, like frappuccino mochaccinos or whatever he said. And he's giving them the answers to all their tests. Oh, that w- that's very valuable. How and nice then- of him. Uh, into in the chef gear where he served um fancy food like I don't know filet prime mignon. rib he prime was feeding rib. them yes yeah. and then they get they graduate after like a single day they not even yeah. like five minutes they yeah. get their diplomas good for you um also yes. I liked how one of the teachers offered um m- massage. Um, yeah. They were allowed to either get a shiatsu massage or a Swedish massage. Mm-hmm. Um, I could use that. My slept on my neck weird last night. Kind yeah. of hurts. It's a rough so. time. I got Will for Christmas one of those, like, it's like a heating pad, but it specifically conforms for your, like, neck and shoulders. Mm. Honestly, when you turn 30, shit just starts falling apart. Like, highly recommend yeah, he tried it, true. and he said it's actually really nice. Although, I also recommend getting a new pillow if you're having, like, neck mm. and back issues because that's something you don't really think about. But, like, you're spending, like, eight, you know, eight hours on a good night, I suppose, you know, horizontal. So, you might as well have a nice pillow. So, do you want to hear what the problem was quickly? With um, why your neck hurts? Yeah, like yeah. My, our, my, our mattress like kind of pulled away from the headboard. Oh. So my pillow sunk <gasps> in between. Oh, I hate the, that. And I didn't fix it for like a week. 
And so that's why my How neck kind of hurts. To just yank the pillow I don't, out. Like yank the pillow out and like push the mattress back. So I don't know. Sometimes it just like yeah. it felt like very intimidating. Yeah. So yeah, they they have this like grand fantasy and they graduate and like Topanga comes out and she's being like carried by like a bunch of hot guys. Yes, and, that was so funny. Yeah. She has like an exam in Roman history. So of course she's on this like giant um like throne. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So then the bell rings and they're actually in like the regular senior wing, which is but exciting for us. It's exciting for us and it's still nice. It's very nice. It's very nice. Um and then not only do we see that, but like things are a changing on Boy Meets World because Corey has his own room now. Um, he has like no, no beds in there yet because he's just getting a new mattress delivered and it's a queen size bitch leveling Ooh, up from the twin. Not even a full size. Like queen, I didn't mean I didn't get like a queen size bed until I moved out of my parents' house. Yeah, I slept in a twin until I moved out of my parents' oh, house. Oh, that's a little that's like rough. Like I at least like from when I was a teenager, preteen on, I got like a full size bed and I was well, like I am the queen of the life. world. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like Corey got rid of the two twin size beds and Good ordered move. his own queen mattress for yeah. Queen Topanga yes. and himself. Um, and he like said he has all these candles set up. And I love that the like mattress guy is giving him advice on the way out. He's like, remember, no means no. It's like, yeah. yeah, mattress guy, it certainly does. We, yeah, mattress guy. <laughs> mattress guy knows about consent. He does. Very yeah. Impressed. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, but Corey is really excited. Um, but the issue is, is that Eric f- comes through the door bolting and he's like, I'm back, baby. Like, oh, yeah. you got rid of my bed? Like, that's like bad on you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so- this is ridiculous. We're all wondering, like, what the fuck is he doing here? Like, why is he here? And it turns out it's because um, it's his first day of college and he didn't fill out the form that Amy gave him for housing months ago. So bad. when he arrived, he had nowhere to stay. Bad, 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 bad. Also, but like, also, I'm pretty sure that like my mom filled out all my college housing applications. Well, Amy's probably for fucking me. tired of doing shit for Eric. She's like, here, yeah. do this yourself. And well, guess what? He didn't. Maybe like the issue is is that like Amy like totally filled it all out, and Eric all he had to do was like drop it off at like didn't the that. housing, and he didn't do that yeah. one simple thing. So he got there, and they were like. Uh, you're not on. The, you're not on the yeah, list. Yeah, you don't. You don't have a place to stay. So he just comes home, and Alan is like thrilled about this. He's oh so happy. Eric is He's back. Like, I got my little boy back. Like, let's go play yeah. b-ball. Oh my god. I I know. I can't. Like, I kind of yeah. am surprised that Alan is acting like this is so great, especially because he. It's not like he graduated high school and went. To college right away like he was home yeah. for like a full year you had plenty of time so, with him he literally worked with you all day yeah, every so day you for would a while think that he would be ready for his little boy to go off like amy's ready like amy's like getting red flags amy like has this been is ready not great um but yeah alan, alan is really really excited about this they high five each other yeah. they go and like play basketball like father and son does i can only imagine 
Um, yeah. It's, yeah, and it's Amy's just like annoyed because there. This yeah. is like uh, I'm trying to think of what the what the word is. Like, there's it's there's an indefinite amount of time he's going to be here, right? There's no end in sight. Yeah. Um, so that's not great. Meanwhile, Topanga and Corey are like sitting on his new bed, and um. Corey's like, I'm not going to kiss you because the minute I kiss you, Eric's going to walk in. And guess what? That is true. It happens. It happens. And Eric sits. He's so awkward. He sits next to Topanga on the bed, starts lifting weights and just goes, Big Daddy rocks. Big Daddy rocks. But she watches way too closely. Thank you. I thought the same thing. I was like, what is she doing? Are we going to get like a like Corey yelling at Topanga because she's like oogling Eric? I mean, she was into it uh, so much so that she was like, I should go now. Yeah. Um, And she leaves. And then Corey's like, what are you doing here? Why are you doing this to me? Why are you home? Um, and Corey is so upset that Eric is home and is like, I am dedicating my time to finding you a place to stay that's not in my bedroom right here right now. Yeah, because they have to share a bed now. And yeah, I would share. kick him out of my bed, honestly. He could sleep on the couch. I don't Thank understand. You. Yeah. And now Why there's a disco ball beds? as well, which is oh, very funny. Well, that one, that's a little bit scandy. Like, I don't think I want disco ball. Like, it's not even that romantic. Ball. A, a disco, disco ball is not does not romantic. equal romantic. No, not no, at all. No, no. Um, maybe like <laughs> I know they don't have it back then, but now they have like that hue lighting that like sets up. You can set it up in your phone, and you can like dim it, or you can make it like red or like yeah, different colors. That could be romantic. I, that could be romantic, I suppose. Although I I don't know if maybe red isn't a romantic bedtime color. If Probably not. Room, Something softer, I think. If your whole room was red, I think that's like, I like might be making out with you or I might be murdering you. Yeah, There's it could be no either. in between. No in Yeah, between. so the next day, Corey is at Chubby's and he's trying to find Eric somewhere to live. But Eric has like these ridiculous demands. Like he wants an ocean view, which of course they're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> he's not There's get no ocean, ocean view. view in Pennsylvania. Yeah. He wants a green fridge, like red fridges. No, red. Not even a red fridge. Not even a white fridge. This is insane. Avocado. To me. Nobody wants the green fridge. If no, like, I have a. I know this was like a thing, like probably in the nineties, like se- avocado yeah. colored appliances like were a thing. In the seventies, my yeah. my tub is green, and I hate it. I think it's hideous, but it's not worth paying to like replace Does it, it. Disturb you? Yes, I really despise it because it's like that like seafoam green color. It's horrendous. When we bought the house, the toilet was white the sink was a seafoam green and the tub was a seafoam green but a different shade of seafoam green so nothing matched in our bathroom wow i know it's terrible what a travesty (laughs) yeah it is it is a travesty like i think that a lot of people these days like specifically look for stainless steel appliances that's That's not what eric is looking for um so we have a lot of like very big restrictions and Topanga says, you know what you need? You need somebody to come in, say that he just arrived, is going to school here and needs a roommate. Yep. 
Yep, and lo and behold, Jack walks in saying he needs a roommate. He needs two roommates, in fact. Hey, and I'm the new guy in town. I'm going to Pembroke. Just got a three-bedroom apartment, and I'm looking for roommates. Which just goes to a restaurant and shouts about needing roommates. Like, this is uh, like, they're just asking for trouble. Yeah, before um, Especially Christless. in a place like Chubby's. Ch- Chubby's. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so... Heard- Jack he, talking. Yeah, so he has a view of the river and a big green fridge. Um, and uh and Corey's like, here, look at look at this guy. And he has a picture of Eric in his wallet, but I no photo of Topanga. So, I think that's so funny that he has a picture of his brother in his wallet. It's like ridiculous. Um dogs, maybe that's normal. Definitely your significant other, but your brother actually when my friend was single, I used to carry like a picture, not like a physical photo, but like I had like a picture of Just my friend. Just to show guys. Hearted so that if there was a hot guy that was her type, I would have it readily available. Would you go up to somebody and be like, this is my friend. Are you interested? Yeah. I would be like, <laughs> look, like I would be like, I would go up to them and be like, look, this is not for me. I'm not interested, but I have a beautiful friend. This was like a bar like, like or anywhere, like at the mall, like at the train. Like I would be like on oh the lookout. For You're her. hustling for your friends. Well, I mean, we were like in our late 20s and single and things got really dire. So we had to do. Listen, what we if had you're in your do. late twenties and you're single, don't worry. It's fine. Everything's okay. It felt really dire at the moment. I believe you. It um, felt dire. So yeah. So uh, so yeah. Jack is like, uh, oh, is he going to be competition for the ladies? And then Sean comes in, and fr- turns out Sean knows this guy because oh my gosh, it's his brother. It's his brother, Chet's this- son with a different mother. Yeah, Chet's son with a different mother versus uh, the other brother. The other brother. Oh, the who- other brother, Bobby, Danny, something. <laughs> no, Bobby, no, Danny, Eddie, Eddie. Same thing. Eddie, Eddie Bobby, Danny. You know him. <laughs> so Eddie, we met in like uh, season. Three? Three, I think. I think it was three. And he was Verna's son. Um, so this is not Verna. This is Chet's this is son. Chet's son, right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, it, once again, it's like, well, if I was Corey, I'd be like, why are you not telling me telling me about all, all of your brothers? Like, <laughs> I know. You're I don't supposed understand. to be my best You're my best friend. I don't know about any of your brothers. I know. Like, I'd be upset, You would too. think. And also, it's like, oh, the last time I found out about your brother, like, do you have any other hidden siblings? Right? At all? Right? This is the time to tell about them. This is the time to tell me. But apparently, yeah. Sean doesn't feel like he needs to. And they're, like, mad at each other because I guess, like, Jack went with his mom and never right. visited Chet and he has like a new dad his stepdad and it feels like very like hoity-toity like you're too good for us yeah but like at the same time if Chet was being Chet like we know how Chet can be and if his mom bailed on Chet and was like I'm mm-hmm. not leaving my son with you I mean, I don't know that that's really his fault when he's that young if he's not seeing his father. Like, that's yeah. on the mom to bring him to visit Chet. Or Chet. 
Yeah. Or Chet to be involved in his son's life. I really feel right. like you cannot blame Jack. He is knowing, not that old. Knowing what kind of parent uh, Chet is, I cannot yeah. imagine that Chet is like really trying very hard or denying to, or even denying to see Jack. So I feel as though there's like definitely like a yeah. disconnect here. Um, and. So, yeah, you, Sean's very pissy. You turned your back on our father and on me. Blah, blah, blah. He's um, so dramatic about this. Like, yeah. here's the thing, though. Like, knowing who Sean is and knowing, like, how loyal of a person Sean is, like, you can imagine this, the that Jack, quote, unquote, betraying him, like, cut mm-hmm. very deeply. So, yeah. like, you know, I get it. But at the same time, like, calm down, Sean. Like, yeah. you should be blaming Jack's mom, not Jack's, Jack. Jack's, like, very, like, nonchalant about all this, too. Like, he, he really harbors is. no, like, resentment towards Sean no. or Chet or anybody. He's just, like... He's just living his best oh, life, hey. man. <laughs> He's like, what a coincidence you're here. Yeah, if you didn't know that him and Sean were related, you wouldn't even think it. Because Sean yeah. is just, like, so, like, sad about everything. And, and Jack is not. Jack is, like, happy-go-lucky yeah. like Do Eric. you want to hear something crazy? crazy Matthew Lawrence who obviously plays Jack Hunter we didn't even say oh um, yeah sorry the Lawrence brothers um fame Mm -hmm. is obviously playing an older brother but he's two months younger than Ryder Strong interesting wow who knew I so how old was he when he was playing a college-aged kid uh so they were born he was born in 19 70 so he was 17 i think we said 97 this premiered in so right he was about 17 when he's playing a college-aged kid that's interesting right usually it's the other way around usually they're like much older than the character they're playing you know right yeah and like i never even noticed like i always was oh oh wait i'm so sorry 70 not not um 80 not 70 no yeah 80 would make him 17 okay i know i misspoke yeah yeah i writer strong is born in 79 that's where the seven comes in gotcha I, okay. it never even like occurred to me that writer strong because he's such like he's such a baby face like yeah i i always thought that jack always looked much older so i thought that that was like pretty crazy that is to, especially to yeah because like Usually they do go, they pick an older actor for like a younger part. So that's very Mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I think like the Matt, like the Lawrence brothers were like really known by this time. Oh, yeah. In some capacity. For sure. Yeah. He was very a desirable get, I'm sure. And Mm -hmm. a good looking kid. So we can't really say that until next season, I guess. (laughs) We're not allowed to. But we can say that officially that uh, since now at this point in time, Ryder Strong is 18. A good looking kid. Yeah. Look at us. We finally got there. We finally got there. Um, Um, Yeah. So so we're back at the Matthews house. Eric and Alan are playing basketball. And I love this moment between Feeney and Amy. Um, Feeney's like, oh, isn't that nice to see? And Amy is just so pissed. And she's like, Feeney, why don't you ever give me any advice? Eric was supposed to be at college. Alan is okay with it. He's, you know, he's Eric's father and his best friend. Um, you know what I mean he he can't bear to say goodbye and kick him out of the nest and she's just like so upset and Feeney says not a single word (laughs) 
Well, he says, I have problems too, you know, and his problem is that Amy said Alan was Eric's best friend and not Feeney oh, is Eric's best friend. That's, that's what his it problem. is. Yeah, he's yeah. like, excuse me, I am Eric's best he's friend. He's happy his BFF is back in town. Yeah, he, I mean, Feeney, why doesn't Feeney spread the advice to because um, this is boy meets world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and did. Talk to yeah. the women. Yeah, wandering around this world, only boys can wander around this world. <laughs> that we call life. That, that we call life. It's what we're doing. The boys call it life. The girls, we don't know. We don't Despair. know what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we get Sean and Chet at home. Chet is very busy fixing a toaster. I know. I couldn't help but notice the entire time. Which is like, okay, so like this is what you're up to now. Like you're very dead set on fixing the toaster. He really was like focused on this toaster. (laughs) Chet was like, so like how'd your day go? And it's like, Sean does the thing that we all did when we were kids, when our parents like asked how our day was. We're like, it was fine. Nothing happened. Yeah, it's fine. What'd you learn? Nothing. It's fine. Uh, it was just another day and chat is like, I like this talking that we're doing. And then there's <laughs> what a great a, conversation we're having. There's a knock on the door and somehow Jack found and he's like, hey, guys, how you doing? Not like this might be awkward that I'm coming in your door right now. But he's yeah. just like, hey, what's all what's going on, everybody with a big smile on his face. And Chet was like. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're here. Um, yeah, yeah, Jack because says, Chet has like not seen him mm-mm. at all. No. Um, and he's just like, oh wow, like this, it's a reunion, it's our whole family. How's your stepdad? And like, he's, and I love like, I love Chet's reaction to this. Like, he's not angry, he's not like upset, he's excited to see Jack, and he's like so proud of him. He's like, oh my gosh, you're going to Penberg? Like, I have a boy in college. Like, he's so yeah. excited. Right, yeah. Once again, zero resentment between Chet and Jack at all. It well, just because seems it's Chet's like... fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack has no resentment at all. Yeah. I I don't know. He's just um he's just happy to be there, and he's not even there to see Chet. Like it really seems as though, and it's nice. Like in his mind, it seems as though like his stepdad is his father. Like yeah. maybe he got adopted by his stepfather. Like maybe right. he his life is fine and. Happy without Chet. It's Sean that has the chip on his shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. And Jack's really there to see Sean. Like he wants to offer Sean a room in his apartment, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, oh, no, that's not what it is. He's, no, it's he's Chet. Saying, okay. Chet is the one who suggests that because he first offers Jack a place to stay. And Jack's like, no, uh-huh. I have the apartment. Oh, right, I came right, here right. to see Sean. And that's when Chet's like, I got an idea. Um, and he's like, uh, you, Sean, should move in with Jack. And Jack's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, I can cover your per- portion of the rent. And Sean takes great offense to this. He's like, oh, what are you here to rescue me from trailer life? And Jack's mm. like, I thought it would be good for the both of us. But like Sean is very much against this and Chet is very for this, which I find really interesting because Sean is not yet out of high school. He's only a senior, so he's still yeah. a minor. Um, mm-hmm. And to be fair, like Chet doesn't really know Jack. So it seems a bit risky to be yeah. like, hey, it's son, little- go live with this guy who I barely know. It's very off-putting. It feels as though Chet is dumping his kid again. 
Um, yes. And I'm sure that's how Sean like, feels too. Yeah. It feels like it just like behooves Chet so that he can go off with Verna and do whatever he wants yeah. and not have to deal with having a kid. We have the whole entire fourth season where Sean's just happy to be home, happy to be with his family. Um, again, especially after his family running yeah. off, he was just happy to be with his parents again. So it does feel very ick to think that Chet is just ready to dump his kid off um, to the nearest person that offers a space. I do want to point out that I think I forgot Jack is rich, right? Like, isn't that like a storyline? Like, he's got money. I believe so. Yes. I like, remember. We haven't hit that point yet. But yeah, for sure, I believe he comes from money. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on his mom's or his dad's, like his stepdad's money. Um, But yeah, like, I think there's a, there's like a middle, there's middle room here. What Wiggle room. There's like a middle, middle, middle ground. ground. Middle ground. You can reach here where... Um, maybe have Sean and Jack like hang out first, right? Because but Sean doesn't even want to hang out with him. No, let alone live with definitely him. not. But I think like if you're looking to have your sons connect, don't force them to live together right away because living with somebody is a big fucking deal, especially yeah. when you're living together as adults versus you know rooming with your sibling. Um, mm-hmm. like this is a lot, a lot of a this is a big scenario of different different scenario for Sean, and so I don't really I think that like the better move, and obviously Chet makes so many mistakes, so it's like why are we even talking about this? But like the better move is to sit down with Sean and sit down with Jack like individually first. Um, but yeah, it's a very interesting situation. But like, right. I think all we need to know about Chet in terms of like, does he care? You know, that type of thing is he offers Jack a coat as he leaves because it's getting cold out. Like he barely knows this guy. Like I know it's his son and everything, but he's like, here, take a jacket. Like, you know, he probably knows that Jack has some money. Right. But he's just like, here, take this jacket. It's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be cold outside. Yeah. I mean, it shows that he at least cares a little bit or is concerned about Jack's well-being. Do you think that um, Mr. Turner's apartment is the same apartment, like the same like soundstage as Jack? I think so. I I think they definitely changed it a little bit, but it looks a lot like it. It looks like the overall like empty box could fit. It's like the same scale almost, if you know what I mean. Yep, yep. I, I never thought about it until now. Yeah, I it definitely looks like it for sure. Um, I really like it too. I'm really excited to have that as like a, a set piece moving forward. Um, but Sean is really upset with Chet. Um, and Chet says that he wants Sean to have a chance at a better life. He's your brother. Like maybe if you mm-hmm. hang out with him enough, like you could go to Pembroke too. Maybe he'll rub off on you. Now knowing that this is like Chet's plan, like I kind of understand what he's going for. But yeah. I think that having him move in with Jack is so quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still don't really agree with it. I think that it's not for Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it gets us to move into this new, this new setting with like the boys, especially, yeah. you know, I think that Sean lives there for quite a while up until Rachel moves in. Right. Yes. Does does Rachel move in? Eventually. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And 
And Chet's like, you know, I know this is right. And Sean's like, I'm not going anywhere. And then Sean says something that's like really mean. And like, even if there are times where like we both have said Chet is like not a great father. Um, he says like, oh, you're right about one thing. You're not much of a father. And it's like, mm. that's kind of a bit much for what this scenario is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you were going to say this when Chet dumped you off at the Matthews for like a month, I totally get it. But like, this feels like a bit of an extreme thing to say in this situation. I I mean, I do think so. But Sean is very emotional. He feels like he's literally I don't know like uh, he feels like he's being constantly rehomed I understand Sean's like hurt throughout all of this and especially after what he went through in season three and then finally being with his family again in season four I I can't really blame Sean or say like it's harsh because like for real like how in what regard is Chet a father to Sean Yeah. In what regard? Like, not not very often um, do we see that fatherly. The I think, like, the one of the best moments I remember is the two of them um, in Fishing for Verna, sitting on the ground, looking through pictures, talking mm-hmm. about memories. Like, we don't get that many moments between the two of them. That's what's funny is, like, I remember so much more Chet than what we're getting on the television. And mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of the actor himself being I so iconic so. and, like, that yeah. voice and, like, just you remember him. It's, like, the same thing with, like, the TK stuff and the... um mm-hmm. the What's the Puddin girl's name? Uh, Puddin. Um... Like Desiree That's right Like those characters It's just because They make such a big impact You think Mm -hmm. that they're In the show more Um, But yeah I agree Like he's not ever been Like a grade A father Which I actually think Is kind of refreshing To see on TV Because like I feel like we usually see like either these perfect dads or like these right. super shitty dads and finding right. one that's like kind of in the middle and can swing on both sides of that barometer um, is interesting to see. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, but uh, we're at the apartment and uh, Corey is like, OK, you're going to meet Jack. Um, and then he walks in and he's like, OK, there isn't an avocado fridge, but it still looks nice. <laughs> um, and then we have like Jack and Eric asking each other questions. And Jack I asks, like this. I yeah. like this like back and forth because it's like they have so much in common. It's like they don't smoke. They don't have pets. Yeah. They um, have the same favorite color. And then yeah. after this whole entire interaction, <laughs> Eric's like, I don't like him. Yeah. This is so <laughs> Corey's funny. like, why don't you like him? What are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, you guys should get married. You're so perfect for each other. <laughs> yeah. So and Corey's like begging him, like, please move in. Like, please get out yeah. of my room. Um, Eric comes home and he wants to still play ball with Alan. Yeah. Alan is all for it. Um and Amy has to kind of like be the fun killer again. I hate that Amy is always put in this role of being like, yeah, the fun killer, the wet blanket, like the fun sucker. Like she mm-hmm. just she always has to be the bad guy. And I really hate that the show has put her in this position so many times. It feels like it's kind of enough. Like in the beginning, I feel like Alan was the one with more of a temper and Amy was a little bit more of like the maternal, like yep. emotional, forgiving mm-hmm. character. But now as of lately, it seems like um, Amy is a bit more of like the disciplinarian, which kind of sucks. 
It it does suck. It does. I think that I I I have to imagine that there are, that was a decision in the writing room where it's like we always put this on Alan. We have to switch it up. Um, but it just comes off that like Amy is just like the disciplinarian like yeah. all the time. It doesn't. We don't. And I think that if we saw moments where like it was a counterbalance where she was being maternal and not just being like no to this, no to that, yeah. then it wouldn't be as, like, it wouldn't feel that way, but it does. Uh, but yeah. she says, if we let him stay here, he'll never grow up. And Alan's like, I don't know what to do. And then we get Sean passing through and, like, offhandedly saying to Corey, what kind of father throws out his own son? Mm-hmm. Why can't I have a dad like your dad? Um, Eric's never going to leave, and he's fine with it. Alan's fine with it. Mm-hmm. And... Alan, like, that makes Alan realize, like, ah, yes. Um, yep, this I, is a problem. Uh, this is going to be an issue. Um, so then we get Alan saying, like, I love you, but, like, how long do you expect to be here for? Yeah, um, yeah and I like this because he, he does preface with, like, listen, there's nothing I enjoy, enjoy more than having you here, but you have one week to find a place. There comes a yeah. time where you have to move on. Um, if I didn't think you could make it out in the real world, I wouldn't kick you out. Which is yeah. like, you know, that's I think nice. that's a great thing to say. That's like, like good you know, parenting. Good yeah, parenting if I didn't think Alan. you could make it, I wouldn't make you leave. Like, you're ready. It's time to leave the nest, son. I'm going <laughs> to shove you out. Like, you got to go. You got to go. Uh, Eric is a little sour. He goes, like, enjoy your room. And, mm-hmm. um, and Sean says to Alan, you're a good father. Alan says, I hope he understands. And Sean says he will. And then that makes Sean think about his situation. Yeah. And I guess it makes him, like, change his mind. Like, um, and it's kind of hard to understand, like, exactly, like, what Alan said to make Sean change his mind and how that applied to him. So Chet says, like, oh, you're giving all the credit to Alan about changing your mind and right. I guess the thing is is that like it made Sean realize that like as a parent you don't always make um the easiest decisions but you're trying to right. do it for the betterment of the kid and it in Chet's mind it's it's for the better that Sean go and lives with right I think for I think the way Sean ends up what Sean ends up realizing is that Chet wants the best for him and what Chet Mm -hmm. thinks the best for him will be is getting away from the trailer park where he's had he's run into a lot of trouble as a kid Mm -hmm. going to a nice apartment with his brother who's well off he's made a life for himself he's going to college perhaps a better influence I think he thinks that Jack is going to be a good influence on Sean and that is what Sean needs at this like this is a pivotal moment in Sean's life he's graduating soon right he needs to have plans and so I think he's hoping that being around a college student will entice Sean into going to college um which like I I can kind of see it it just feels kind of irresponsible as well just because it's like it's your kid and he's not even an adult yet you know right yeah Um, but yeah so they uh so right so Sean is ends up moving in with Jack um and we do see Sean telling Jack or excuse me telling Chet that he's a good father um and Eric's unpacking and then I love the the moment between Jack and Eric where they're like favorite movie Godfather part two <laughs> <laughs> and then Eric's like I don't I don't get him 
Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just so, it's so it's, ridiculous. It's, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, and then I once didn't. This reminds me of when Corey was a real estate agent for Turner and Sean. Yes. Because he talks, talks about a standard rental agreement. Corey knows everything about real estate. It's so funny. <laughs> like, he should have become a realtor. It's, he really should have. It's so yeah. random. Either a realtor or something in media. It doesn't make sense for him to be an English teacher or history yeah. teacher or whatever he is. Um, so... We get Chet giving the boys the toaster that he was fixing. That's very nice um, as a housewarming gift. And um, yeah, and I love how he like wrapped it in a bow. I don't know why that was like sweet to me, but I don't know. I just thought it the was bare like bare minimum, cute. Jessica. Like, let's do the bare minimum and give him all the credit because he doesn't do anything ever. It's like, come on. I know, but like, I don't know. I just thought it was sweet. Like he wrapped a toaster up. I don't listen. It's Chet, so we have to give him whatever for the bare minimum. Yeah. Uh, the literally the bare minimum. Yeah, we get some like goodbye hugs. Like that that whole situation is very hard. Like sending off your kids for the first time, either like moving them into their first apartment. Or moving them into their dorm room. It's always, like, very, like, bittersweet because, like, your kids are growing up. Also, they're out of the house. So it's it's sad. So we get, like, a little bit of this. And then um, Alan, we have a moment between Alan and Chet. And I really liked this. This is a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. How are you holding up? And I love how he's like, I did my crying in the truck. (laughs) (laughs) Because I like when, I mean, we talk about this all the time, especially with Sean and Corey, about, like, men showing their emotions emotions and like admitting their like their relationship with one another is emotional and so I really love that them admitting like oh you know being a father this father thing isn't easy you know like them having a moment together because they've had their disagreements and moments moments where they haven't gotten along but I feel like they both can connect in this moment which is really nice um and yeah this father thing isn't easy uh, I, I really liked this. Um, and this hallway is also going to become a huge set piece, like right outside the elevator. Big, big, yes. big spot there. Yeah, absolutely. We um, we definitely recognize that as an area. This whole like landing, this floor that they mm-hmm. live on, um, very intimate, infamous. Um, and then we get a moment between Corey and uh, Eric. Eric's been uh, like kind of mad at Corey throughout this for, for no good reason, no, by no the way. Reason. Um, and Eric's like, you know, um, you got to have your room all to yourself now. Like, mm-hmm. enjoy it, but um, don't be a stranger. And he gives him a set of keys. Yeah, he's uh, like, oh, so the that- landlord made an extra set. It's like, sure, right, sure, sure. It's, it's a mistake. Like, yeah, it's a mistake. Sure, okay. Jan. All right. Well, it's it's nice. He gets like his extra little uh, set of keys and he's like mm-hmm. basically allowed to be there anytime he wants which is is nice which of course he would be anyway like his best friend has a unsupervised apartment like if I was Corey I would be bringing Topanga there yeah uh, right like that is the best place for them to go for yeah. sure and like Sean gets his own room now it's a three bedroom apartment like everyone gets their own room this is a swanky place to be yeah and How much do you think this apartment is a month? <sighs> Hard to know without knowing, like, where they live. I mean, 
back in the day probably like 600 a month but like now yeah, i was thinking like maybe f- yeah 500 600 yeah now i'm sure it's like a thousand 1200 no that's so cheap what is it i don't about? know apartments that's so cheap you crazy i'm sorry i was gonna say like 2500 or something like that I maybe or more um, so then our end scene is, uh, apparently, uh, Feeney is homesick today, probably because he's so sad and depressed that Eric is gone officially. Oh, I know, right? He has the Ericitis. Yeah. So he says, they were complaining that, like, Feeney only hires, like, mean substitutes. Yeah, they're always old, mean and they're always Which old. is not true. We know for a fact that Feeney only hires hotties. Yes. He's always hiring hotties. Always. Yes. But so Miss Valentine comes in and she's the girl from their fantasy. And Topanga's like, what fantasy? Yeah. The girl from the fantasy. Don't you, don't you think about, don't you even like pay it no mind. And Sean's like, we have like a connection. So I'm going to go talk to her. Um, And... Because they're handing out graded tests, and Sean gets a D. I don't know why Sean got a D. Poor Sean. But I mean, he, he probably didn't D. freaking study like yeah. or do work properly on it. No. Yeah, no. And but then yeah, he's he going to go he talk. goes up to her, and then he gets slapped. Which like fire that lady, jeez. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure that he made like a pass on her. I know, but still, you can't smack a kid. Yeah, you oh can't smack God. a kid. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently it was not the girl from their fantasy. Ooh. And uh, that is our episode one. Uh, what did you think over all of the pilot or not the pilot, the first episode of episode of season five? Yeah, I got to say I liked I enjoyed most of it. Um, I like how it all kind of comes together at the end. I mean, I didn't really need Eric coming back to the house, but like. If that's what gets him to rooming with Jack um, for mm-hmm. it. Um, I love the introduction of Jack. I'm really excited to to see him moving forward. To me, this doesn't really feel like a premiere, though. I don't know really? why. I it feel like it does. We get introduced to a new character. I guess there's that's true. A, there's new sets. I feel like this is like the premieriest premiere that we've had well, thus far. Well, I think like the new character and the new sets make it feel like a new pre- like like a premiere. I think the storyline is what doesn't feel as much like a premiere. But hmm. I really like this episode, though. I feel like this got me really hyped for season five because I'm like, great, Jack is already here. Like. Sean is in a new living space, so that's going to be interesting. Eric and Jack will have their friendship, so that's exciting. Um, all in all, I'm really, really excited for season five. And I think that, like, I really do think it's going to be our favorite season. I have very high hopes for season five, which I, is probably a mistake. I do, too. But then, like, last season, like, I had such, like, a high expectation. So I'm yeah. doing, like, the reverse. Like, now I'm going to have low expectations. Yeah, I'd rather have low expectations and be pleasantly surprised yeah. than have high expectations and then be disappointed yeah that's fair yeah um but yeah like i i did like the episode but uh we have so much to get into with season five this is just the beginning um next week we're gonna cover two episodes so make sure if you're watching this for your homework you watch episodes two and three boy meets real world and it's not you it's me 
Um, and we're going to have a special guest on. We're starting things off strong with season five. As you all know, for the premieres and the finales, it's usually just the two of us. Um, but next week, we will be joined by someone who hasn't been on in a few seasons, to my recollection. Um, the one, the only, my husband, Will. <laughs> I don't on. think that he's been on since season one. It's been a minute. Yeah. I'd have yeah. to look at the scheduling. But yeah, he hasn't been on in a while. Well, yeah, so I'm he's excited. Back. We're going to hang out with Will. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be good. Yeah. Is I can't he excited? Wait. I have to remind him, probably. Oh, not, yeah, <laughs> I don't think he is very excited. He's going to be excited when I remind him that he's going to be remember. <laughs> but yeah, um, as always, we're covering Boom Meets World and also, also Dawson's Creek. If you want to jump in with us there, we're in the, some hot, hot stuff in season three. So it's a good time to join us. Um, we cover bonus content. Uh, we will be covering Final Destination with Ariel soon. Um, keep in mind, we know that's a 2000 movie, but you know what? Kurt Smith is in it, so we're allowed to make the exception. We make the rules and we could bring yeah, them. Kurt Smith is the character in Dawson's Creek. Yes. Or, well, is an actor that's in Dawson's Creek. Yes. Um, and then, Sarah, would you like to tell the people what else we have going on? Some very exciting stuff. Yeah, so um, Jessica and I are going to have the pleasure of covering the new HBO historical drama, The Gilded Age, um, and on the PSR network, the Post Show Recaps network, and I am thrilled and honored and very excited, so catch us there. It's kind of like um, a prequel to Downton Abbey, it's by the same people it's gonna have like the same feel to it and Mm -hmm. it's a brand new show airing on hbo on january 23rd is that correct it's a monday so it's the 24th excuse me 24th Mm -hmm. so yeah we're we're really excited to cover that it's gonna be like a different type of show for us like it's not like a teen Mm -hmm. drama but um it's gonna be very very fun and i'm beyond thrilled yes so we will tweet all about that of course sarah's at sarah ferguson i'm at the jess sterling um we're gonna tweet all about it we do have by the time this comes out our kickoff podcast will be out so definitely go check that out we just kind of talk through a little bit about what we're expecting of the show um and then the following week we're gonna cover Downton Abbey just kind of like a brief overview of Downton Abbey because I'm currently binging it um and like Sarah said it is the same creator so you gotta go 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 I am I'm zooming through as fast as I can early season three so you still have a ways to go still have a lot to move through so I'm gonna do my best to get everything finished by this weekend um and then like Sarah was saying it premieres on the 24th so podcasts will be dropping on Tuesday mornings if that is something that you're interested in go check it out um, and as always, you can find me um, post show recaps on community building and yellow jackets. So if you want to hear more of vo- my voice, that's where you can find it. If in case you haven't gotten enough here, there is always more. Um, and yeah, if you want to hit us up on the social media, we are at shit 90s pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a website, shit 90s where you can send in a voicemail. You can send in feedback. Um, you could send in anything you want. We love to hear from people. So please do that. Um, I think, is that everything? I feel like that was a lot at the end, but I feel like that's everything we have. That's all. That's all. all. Catch us next week. Yes. Can't wait for next week. Season five, episodes two and three. We will talk to you all then. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Shit 90 shows taught me. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.